0: CHK
1: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines. Calls grow for more border testing to ease travel to the mainland, but not everyone is convinced. Hong Kongers could be setting sail on cruises to nowhere this summer, as long as they're inoculated. And an international sportsman is the latest person to be jailed for rioting. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien says authorities should do more stringent COVID testing on arrivals, including for antibodies, to prevent any coronavirus cases leaking into Hong Kong. He told RTHK's Backchat programme that if this were done, Shenzhen authorities might be more likely to fully reopen the border.
2: That is a process by which it will make mainland feel very comfortable that leaked cases will to zero. So testing during quarantine plus antibody testing is a stronger guarantee for having no cases leaked into the community. And if all the cases are found out during the quarantine period, it's okay with some chance.
1: Restrictions on cross-border travel have been in place since Lunar New Year last year. Mr Tien also said Shenzhen could achieve a 70% vaccination rate by July, allowing the possibility for vaccinated people from Hong Kong to travel there without restrictions. But speaking on the same programme, Dr Alvin Chan from the Medical Association said he doubted whether the mainland could achieve a sizable vaccination rate without inoculating children and elderly people. He also said mutant Covid strains could be a problem.
2: We don't know the efficiency of Each of these vaccines against the new mutant virus. I think that is why the mainland is very stringent in controlling at the entry points at the ports. That's why they don't open the border between Hong Kong and mainland China so easily that we have to bear in mind uh, about the mutant genes and also the vaccines they are using and also the age range they are vaccinating.
1: The government says around 760 residents of a private building in Taikokchoy were tested overnight after a domestic helper who lives there became an untraceable, preliminary positive case with a mutated strain of Covid-19. No confirmed cases were found in the overnight testing of Tower 6 at Island Harbour View. Authorities sealed off the area from 8 last night until 7 this morning. The medical director of a vaccination centre in Jordan says he's ordered staff to get inoculated after a nurse working there was listed as a preliminary positive case. Samuel Kwok, who's in charge of vaccination at Kwon Chung Sports Centre, said operations were smooth and there was no need to step up anti-epidemic measures. He said people were showing up for the Sinovac jab as normal, but some people who RTHK spoke to said they would take a Covid test afterwards just to be safe. I'm a little worried because the nurse worked here and there's the risk of infection. I'm afraid the antibodies won't kick in so quickly, even though I've got the jab, so I'll get tested to play safe. The staff at the centre didn't inform people about the preliminary case, but they should. They shouldn't conceal the incident. The Commerce Secretary Edward Yeo said Hong Kong people may be able to join so-called cruises to nowhere in the summer, but everyone on board will have to be fully vaccinated. He said people were cautious about resuming travel and measures are needed to make sure journeys are safe. The short voyages would depart and end in the SAR with no stops elsewhere. Speaking after a LegCo meeting, Mr Yeo said officials were negotiating with cruise operators. If sufficient precautions are being taken, if crew members are fulfilled all the quarantine,
3: testing, as well as vaccination requirements, would it be a safe start for a selected few to have this uh, limited sort of such crews? But of course, I think, well, extra protection for patrons that, well, they also need to do the vaccination,
1: uh, which is becoming a new norm for any sort of a resumption of traveling in the long term. So let us start preparing ourselves. A man who represented the Hong Kong team in the South Asian sport of Kabaddi has been sentenced to two years and ten months in jail after pleading guilty to rioting in February last year. The district court said Newt Jeffrey, who is 21, was part of a group who attacked a police officer who drew his gun in self-defence. The crowd was there to commemorate the police's storming of Prince Edward MTR station in August 2019. The court said rioting was a serious offence, but it adopted a lower starting point for the jail sentence, considering the defendant's clean record and his Asperger and hyperactivity syndromes may have affected his judgement. Overseas the United States has strongly condemned the forced diversion to Minsk of a plane carrying a Belarusian opposition activist on an internal EU flight. The Belarusian government told the pilot to land in Belarus, claiming there was a bomb threat to the aircraft, then arrested the journalist and activist Roman Protasevich. The US State Department called it a shocking act that endangered the lives of more than 120 passengers, including US citizens. Lithuania's President Gitanas Naseida says the European Union should react decisively. We should react and very decisively and immediately. We have the European Council meeting tomorrow and I
2: will raise this issue in this meeting and I will ask for additional sanctions which could be imposed on the Belarusian regime because otherwise this regime becomes too big threat for just safety of civil aviation
1: in the world. Relatives and supporters of George Floyd, the African-American killed by a white policeman in Minneapolis, have been holding a rally to mark the first anniversary of his death. The event started outside the the county buildings where George Floyd's killer, Derek Chauvin, will learn on Tuesday how long he'll have to spend in prison. Mr Floyd's death triggered a wave of protests across the US and elsewhere about the treatment of black Americans by the police. The campaigner, Al Sharpton, spoke at the rally.
2: Floyd should not go down in history as just someone with a knee on his neck. George Floyd should go down in history that broke the neck of police racism, police brutality, and
1: police illegality. That's how we're going to put George's name in history. A study in the UK has found that specially trained dogs can sniff out people who are infected with COVID-19 as the disease has a distinct smell. Here's the BBC's Dominic Hughes. Medical detection dogs, mostly gun dogs with
2: a highly developed sense of smell, are already at work identifying forms of cancer and other diseases as part of research programmes. But scientists wondered if they could sniff out cases of COVID-19. It turns out they can. Using unwashed fragments of socks that have been donated by people who tested positive for the virus, the dogs were able to identify the correct sample up to 94% of the time, results that researchers claim are comparable to lateral flow tests. This opens up the possibility that the animals could be used at places like airports. Two dogs could, relatively unobtrusively, screen 300 arriving
1: passengers in around 30 minutes. The Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro, has led more than a thousand of his supporters on a motorcycle ride through Rio de Janeiro in defiance of coronavirus restrictions. Thousands wearing the green and yellow colours of the national flag lined at Rio's streets to wave to the president and salute the motorcade. The supporter explained why she was there.
0: Bolsonaro for me is the return of freedom, the return of my country. I'm a patriot, and with him, I feel we are proud to be patriots once again, proud of the green and yellow colours.
1: Throughout the pandemic, the ultra-sceptical Mr Bolsonaro has breached social distancing measures introduced to curb the spread of the virus. The BBC says it's uncovered allegations of widespread neglect and illness in detention centres for child migrants in the United States. The US government says 14 new sites have been set up to try to relieve overcrowding in border camps. The BBC's Hilary Anderson has the details.
2: A series of huge tents at Fort Bliss holds over 4,500 migrant children. An insider has told the BBC that hundreds of the children have COVID symptoms and says many also have lice and scabies. An official document indicates that children under six may be sent to the camp. There's been at least one allegation of sexual abuse. In a separate facility in Dallas, we've been told that teenage boys are going to bed hungry are often cold, and that some boys have been held for weeks without seeing sunlight.
1: Residents of Goma in Eastern Congo have been returning home after the lava flow from a volcanic eruption stopped just short of the city. Fifteen people died, most of them in accidents while trying to flee. Four were shot as they tried to escape a prison in Goma. Thousands fled in panic late on Saturday after Mount Near Congo erupted. Ernestine Kiboa said she lost her husband when their home was engulfed by lava.
0: I was with my husband who was old and he didn't want to leave the house because he's sick. He couldn't walk. I said to myself, I can't go alone. We've been married for the best and for the worst. I went back to at least try to get him out, but I couldn't. I ran away and he got burned inside. I don't know what to do. I curse this day.
1: In finance, Citibank's hopes of a spending boom as the pandemic comes to an end are unlikely to be fulfilled, with most consumers in Hong Kong planning to remain cautious. The bank surveyed 1,200 adults and found that young people in the middle classes typically spent about 16% less during the pandemic. However, almost half of middle-class respondents said they would have to think carefully about spending decisions. Lawrence Lee, the bank's head of cards in the SAR, says it's not all gloom for retailers.
3: Of overall spending from the middle class group, even though it's already considered, you know, higher than the average respondent is actually not as high as uh, many people would have imagined, right, at 16%. So, you know, wow, we, we hope that, you know, after the pandemic, they would revive the spending back to 2019 or, you know, the uh, level, right? But we also expect, even though, you know, after the pandemic, they may not be fully going back to 2019 level, but we do expect the rebound will be there.
1: A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,343, that's 112 points down on the previous close. Currency is the US dollar trading at 108.85 yen, the euro is at 1 US dollar 21 cents and the pound will get you 10 Hong Kong dollars and 98 cents. Sport now and in golf, Phil Mickelson, who is 50, has completed one of the great comeback achievements of his sport, becoming the oldest person ever to win a major tournament. Surrounded by a large crowd on the 18th green at Kiowa Island in South Carolina, Mickelson held his nerve to win his second USPGA championship and sixth major overall. I believed
2: for a long time that I could play at this level again. I didn't see why I couldn't, but I wasn't executing the way I believed I could. And with the help of a lot of people, my wife especially, but Andrew Getson and, and my brother Tim and, and Steve Loy, I've been able to
1: make progress and then have this week. Football and the English Premier League season finale where Liverpool and Chelsea have qualified for next season's Champions League at the expense of Leicester City. With the title already wrapped up for Manchester City and the relegation places decided, it was only the European places that had to be settled. Liverpool beat Crystal Palace 2-0 with both goals coming from Sadio Mane. Jurgen Klopp's side finished the season with five straight wins to finish third. It's outstanding, it's the best I could have dreamt of last night. So we wanted to have this feeling, we
2: wanted to have this game, we wanted to have this atmosphere. But that we finished the season at third is absolutely incredible, I can't believe that. Um, and so congratulations um, to the boys, what they did in the, last, well, the whole year, but how it worked out then in the last few weeks, that's absolutely
1: incredible. Chelsea lost 2-1 away to Aston Villa, but results went their way as they finished fourth. Manager Thomas Tuchel was relieved to have gotten over the line despite defeat. There are no celebrations now in the dressing room. It's, uh, it's quiet, but, uh, but it's of course a big relief. We could not, uh, we could not win. Also, we had uh, enough chances, half chances, and, and the performance was excellent. But we could not win. We're clearly unlucky again and uh, happy that Tottenham finished the job for us. The FA Cup winners Leicester missed out on the top four. They lost 4-2 at home to Spurs to finish a point behind Chelsea. It's the second year in a row that Leicester have slipped up in the final weeks of the season. They now have to settle for the Europa League. Here's their keeper Kasper Schmeichel. Obviously bitterly disappointed right now. but I think when we, when we t- do take a step back and we look at the season, won a major trophy, won the FA Cup. That was one of our ambitions, one of our goals. And we're taking it again to the last day, you know, which is, which I'd, I'd rather be in this position and lose out on the last day than just sitting mid-table doing nothing. West Ham also go to the Europa League after beating Southampton 3-0. Tottenham will play in the first ever Europa Conference League. On the ice, Colorado Avalanche cruised into the second round of the NHL playoffs with a four-game sweep of the St. Louis Blues. The Boston Bruins clinched their first-round series with a 3-1 victory over the Washington Capitals. Basketball, the Phoenix Suns, made a winning start to the NBA playoffs, beating the defending champions at LA Lakers, 99-90. In, there was a major shock in the West, where eight-seeded Memphis beat the league-best Utah Jazz in their opening game. To end the news, the top stories once again. Calls grow for more border testing to ease travel to the mainland, but not everyone is convinced. Hong Kongers could be setting sail on cruises to nowhere this summer, as long as they've been inoculated and an international sportsman is the latest person to be jailed for rioting. And that's the news from RTHK.
3: Thank you
0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mair, on this Monday afternoon. Monday, the 24th of May, is today's date, and a big thank you to Phil for the morning brew today. 18 minutes past one o'clock is the time right now. And I'm going to be right here with you until three o'clock this afternoon. We're starting today's show by chatting with amateur wildlife and macro photographer Marco Chan about spiders here in Hong Kong. Marco is an aspiring ecology student right now studying at the University of Hong Kong. And he'll be joining us uh, via Facebook Live this afternoon or via Zoom. And we'll be bringing you the interview via Facebook Live. So do join us there if you can. Noreen Mir on RTA. RTHK Radio Three is the page to go to. And after spiders, we'll be talking about fitness. And uh, Nathan Sollier, a fitness coach, will be joining us after the two o'clock news to talk about his latest fitness hacks, workout and exercises. And again, we hope to bring you that chat via Facebook as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three is the page to go to. Of course, you can stay tuned and just listen on the radio or listen on the app. And finally, after